Welcome to day 234 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul here with David and Katie and Matt. As uh, we continue through uh, the story of the prophets, we come to the very last paragraph in Jeremiah. Uh, yesterday, as we read about the destruction of Jerusalem, uh, we uh, you know, saw what a bleak ending you know that provided to the story that uh, the once great temple is reduced to nothing and is taken away as treasure, you know, to Babylon. And yet there is a promise that God will you know, redeem Israel and he will judge her enemies. And uh, we come here you know, to kind of an interesting epilogue to the epilogue. You know, the final scene that we have in Jeremiah is the restoration of, uh, you know, one of uh, Israel's king. Um, Jehoiakim was, uh, Jehoiachin rather, was a son of Jehoiakim, a son of Josiah. Uh, he was a... Uh, uh, 18 years old when he entered the throne he reigned for about two and a half months then he was in prison for 37 years and then you have his moment and we read about his moment here and, and of course there is not just a you know a nice ending you know for joy Chen. this is a foreshadowing of the restoration of israel uh you know in the end of this prophecy which has been a hard and harsh prophecy all the way through. So before we read, as, as always, we uh, realize that we're coming into the presence of the Lord uh, to hear His voice, to see His face, to know His heart, and uh, to live according to the grace that He has given us. So we always uh, pause in a moment, realizing the moment He's given us, and ask Him to enter into this moment to do His work in our hearts and lives. So Katie, you mind lifting mm-hmm. us up with a word of prayer? Yeah. Father, would you help us to pause and recognize that um, these next few minutes aren't just um, something we need to get through to um, to check something off of our daily list of things to do. Um, but Paul's right that this is a gift. This Your presence with us is just an absolute gift, and your word to us um, is, is so necessary for us. We need it. And, and you've given it. And so would, would we um, just be so open to and grateful for um, what you have to do in us during this time? Would you meet us here? Um, wherever we find ourselves in this moment, would you meet us? And would you, would you change us? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 52, verse 31. In the 37th year of the exile of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the year of Abel Marduk, became king of Babylon. On the 25th day of the 12th month, he released Jehoiachin, king of Judah, and freed him from prison. He spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly at the king's table. Day by day, the king of Babylon gave Jehoiachin a regular allowance as long as he lived till the day of his death. And of course, uh, you know, Jeremiah had predicted that he would never come back into the land and see the land again. But he does have, you know, for uh, one who was captured by, you know, by uh, Babylon, a very pleasant ending, you know, much different than that of Zedekiah, obviously, who uh, was put in prison all the days of his life and, of course, saw his family, you know, executed before him and his uh, eyes were punched out right after that just to kind of for the last image was the horror of his rebellion against, you know, Babylon. We also see part of this recognition of, 
you know, even even thinking through Jeremiah and the prophets and Israel and Judah in light of, you know, God's promise to David that, you know, from your line I will establish, you know, your throne forever. And we've been kind of waiting for who is that Davidic king that will, you know, will rule and reign forever. And um, as they go into exile, you still see some, you know, preserving here a little bit of of the, the kingly line that, you know, even here you see, you know, Jehoiachin, um putting aside the clothes, but sharing a fellowship at the table with the king, you know, and, and still God in some way preserving, you know, his people, preserving, you know, this line of kings that yeah. will come from David. And of course, you know, Zedekiah was also a son of Josiah. So he was the last of, you know, the line of David to reign on the throne until mm-hmm. uh, Messiah. Yeah. And uh, so you're going to have, uh, but you do have a foreshadowing, uh, you know, of a, of Messiah, you know, in verse 32, he spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of other kings who were with him in Babylon. And, and of course, that is uh, what uh, Messiah will be, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who is given a place of honor at the right hand of the Father and is exalted above all the nations. And so you just kind of have, you, know, you kind of have a foreshadowing of, you know, the good fortune afforded to this son of David, you know, as a, as a type of the coming, yeah. you know, coronation of the son of David, uh, you know, as a Messiah of Israel and Lord of the entire, you know, entire universe. You think it's even playing into, you know, Ephesians 2, talking about God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, kind of seeing, it seems to be like in the gospels that the fighting for like the seat of honor and you know, the, going to the banquet and sitting up close and having to be taken back, like in Luke 14. And then we see here, like, no, this king gave him this seat of honor. Obviously, speaking of Christ, too, do you think that's speaking anything to what we've been no, given? You're right. You know, Jesus king. did warn his disciples whenever you go to a banquet, just don't assume that you're the guest of honor. <laughs> it's not about you guys. Uh, you know, sit in the back. And if they invite you, you know, forward, that's fine. If they don't invite you forward, then blah, just be happy where you are, right there in the back. But, uh, you know, the place and the honor we've been given is not a result of any achievement we've made, mm-hmm. but is a result of our union with him. And so the honor he received is honor, mm-hmm. you know, that is uh, uh, God has given us, you know, because we, we find ourselves, you know, in him and in the grace, you know, brought by him. Mm-hmm. And so this is, you know, like we said yesterday, you, you have, you know, this ugly end. You, you can kind of look <clears throat> back over your shoulder as you're one of those that are being, you know, paraded away, you know, to, uh, you know, to Babylon. And you see the ashes and you see the ruin and you see all of the, you know, the key leaders, you know, in, the, in that final, you know, final, you know, deportation. Many who had gone, you know, before you uh, also. Uh, and you see just this one little glimpse, you know, that God is doing what he promised, that he is restoring and he is putting his king on the throne. And it is a, it is a nice picture. Yeah. I just can't help but think about our king, our king, who did almost the opposite. He chose, instead of being chosen and, get, and being given favor to take off his and set aside his prison clothes, he chose to put on flesh and he chose to, I mean, in so many ways, um, be limited um, and whereas before he was on his throne. And so I just think about how he did that on our behalf 
and humbled himself and became a servant of all. And not only is he did he become a servant, but he was also a master who chose to serve. I just think about that wonderful parable that he tells too. He's a master who comes and serves yeah. us. And so, I don't know, I just think about how he made that choice and it's for us. And um, so that we can be, just like as David said, so that we can receive what he's received um, in Christ. And that's just such a humbling realization and um, it's just beautiful. And God is just, yes, he He gives us hope in, in the end of Jeremiah that he is res- restoring and that he's true to his promises. And I'm just reminded of the the future promise of the Messiah and how not only did we have a Messiah, but we had a Messiah who just like turned everything upside down. And it's just a beautiful picture of who he is, his mm-hmm. heart. And of course, what a wonderful image, you know, the image of receiving new clothes, mm-hmm. you know, all through the Old Testament and uh, in the New Testament. Remember that the prodigal, you know, was greeted uh, with a royal robe, you know, thrown around him and mm-hmm. with shoes for his feet. And uh, you see, you know, that kind of image of the replacement of the, the shabby clothes of his servitude and imprisonment exchanged, you know, for the royal robes and the invitation to the king's table. So you see a reactment mm-hmm. in, in incense, uh, you know, or, or foreshadowing incense of the prodigal son mm-hmm. being welcomed to the table and, uh, you know, being given clothes. And, of course, the invitation for us is to put off the old self, mm-hmm. in other words, the rags of our former way of life and to put on Christ mm-hmm. uh, in which we are clothed, you know, with his glory and with his honor. And of course at the crucifixion, they mockingly put a Royal robe on him for just a couple of seconds and mm-hmm. ripped it off and stripped him down, you know, to nothing. And even uh, at the foot of the cross there, you know, and gambling for, you know, the one seamless robe, you know, you know, that he did had. So he was unclothed for us that we might be clothed, in his in his righteousness mm-hmm. so there's a lot of just you know nice mm-hmm. little foreshadowing it's not you know it's not you know when you look at it in a practical way the most positive ending to jeremiah but when you look in what it foreshadows and in 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 the hope that israel will one be day be taken out of prison restored to her position and enjoy the presence of feasting with the king that's, that's good. a it's a gorgeous picture all, all the way around david do you mind closing us with a word of prayer no let's pray Father, how unbelievable um, that in Christ Jesus you have restored everything we've lost. Uh, you've given us so much grace. You have clothed us, not just in, in, in clothes, but you've clothed, clothed us in Christ. Um, Father, what a wonderful gift. May we enjoy all the riches we've received um, so graciously through Christ Jesus. We praise all in his name. Amen. Mm-hmm.